Hey y'all, welcome to the show. Now, one of my favorite things about uh, our relationship, me, the host of the show, uh, and you uh, in the community out there, we are in this shared community, and that's my favorite thing. Like, we, there's an actual dialogue, and I've probably dialogued with you um, if you're not just a lurker, which is fine if you want to sit in the background and, and just take all this information and stories and fun in, I get it. But I want you to know that I um, I respond when poked. <laughs> um, and today's episode is a testament to that uh, because it is uh, based on a DM that I got uh, very recently around transitioning and how to start something new. You know, so many of us are in a transition here during COVID, and I thought it was a really relevant thing that I wanted to elevate out of the DMs and uh, into the podcast show here today. Um, this idea of starting something new has at it a core principle that I believe is so important. And that is the idea of becoming or being, if you already want, uh, if you're not becoming a lifelong learner, how to learn something new. And so it reminded me when when I was responding to this DM and I sent them to this, this video that I wanted to share a video that I made a while ago about specifically this process of how I learn new things. And I want to remind you that this is a core, like it's part of, I, I believe how I really accelerated my lifelong learning, not just ambitions, but the skill, the muscle around it is because I was constantly in over my head. And that makes for a good environment where you need to learn things to, um, to survive and ultimately thrive. So this comes from a, a lot of experience and my own experience talking to others who are some of the best and fastest learners in the world, people who've made a, a, a living writing about this topic and who have demonstrated it across you know, success in all kinds of industries. So, you know, first of all, I want to, I want to have, I want, I want to, this, what we're going to talk about today or what I talk about today in the show it's an amazing excerpt. And then if you want to go deeper um, around learning, I write about this at length in my book, Creative Calling. So if you've got further questions after this episode and you don't have a copy, pick it up. Uh, I, I go deep on there. And if you have questions beyond those two, I'm still answering uh, lots of inquiries on social, you know, my handles, it's just at Chase Jarvis everywhere. And you can even text me 206-309-5177. But again, today we're talking about, there's nothing you can't learn. If you are transitioning right now and you're not learning like you did in school, you're learning out of necessity or hunger or curiosity or passion. I think that's the best and most important environment to put yourself in to learn. And in this episode, we cover how I do it. Okay, I'm gonna get out of the way and enjoy this micro show. Give me a shout out and let me know what you think. And uh, I bid you adieu. Now let's get into the show. This episode of the show is brought to you by Creative Live. This is the world's largest and best platform for creative and entrepreneurial education. Bar none, no questions asked. And you're like, wait a minute, isn't, aren't you the founder of that? Indeed, I am. And that is one of the reasons I believe deeply in it. But I will let 10 plus million students speak for me in this endeavor. Uh, this is where Pulitzer Prize winners, it's where the New York Times bestsellers, the best of the best, teach classes in creativity like photography, video, art, design, music and audio, craft, maker, 
and the ability to make a living and a life in all of these disciplines. There's health and wellness classes. There, It's the total package for any creator or entrepreneur. And I have to say that I have put my entire lifeblood into this thing, as have the dozens and dozens of people who work there and about a thousand of the world's top creators who teach on this platform. Well, I used to encourage you to buy classes and would have discounts on those classes, but you know what? This year we are doubling down on subscription. Well, a single class used to be like 99 or $149, and we have now moved to a, a subscription first world where you get all of the content. That's right, tens of thousands of hours of content, thousands of classes for one subscription price, and it's 100 and change over at creativelive.com slash creator pass. That is always where the best price on that exists at again, creativelive.com slash creator pass to unlock the entire library. All right, uh, that about wraps it up. Now let's get back to the show. Lifelong learning is one of the most important things in the world. And maybe I'm gonna just, I'm gonna quickly go through a couple of things that happen in my brain when I'm learning. I think the first thing is, is actually just getting started. I think that happens through a couple of things. The first thing is like curiosity. So you see something that inspires you. Uh, let's say you're interested in learning how to play the guitar or you're interested in photography. We'll go back to my roots. That usually comes around by seeing pictures in a magazine or seeing a friend who's a great photographer. There's just there's a little bit of a thing, a curiosity and a passion. What I encourage you to do is encourage you to do is to step into that, like lean in and say, okay, what is it that's interesting about this and how can I do it? So the first thing is curiosity. And then thing two, B here, is actually start doing it. Let's go back to the photography example. You saw some cool pictures, you say, wow, my friends are taking up photography. I wonder what I can do. You don't need a lot of equipment in this stage. You can take out just your phone, for example, and start taking pictures. The doing part is actually one of the most important things. You can sit back and pontificate for a long time, but step into it. And you don't have to love photography. You can step into it, take some pictures, realize, oh, that's kind of not, not that exciting. Or you can step into four or five or six other things. I think the important thing is doing something rather than nothing. So let's follow the thread here. We're gonna step in and we, we started taking pictures with our iPhone and we loved it. And we thought, oh, this is kind of in interesting. I, I, I wonder what else there is. So that's when you lean further in, you get inspired. This, this phase is really important because this is where you decide to go deeper. You may invest in some gear or you may rent something or borrow a friend's camera and you sort of lean into the thing at a deeper level. I think this is huge. Most real learning doesn't happen without some genuine spark, some point of inflection where you really were motivated because without motivation, you're not gonna get anywhere. So pay attention to those things in life that motivate you and lean into them. Um, so beyond getting started and just doing something, I think the next sort of phase, the next step, is really about mentorship. How can you find mentors? And I think they come in a couple different shapes and sizes. Say you got interested in photography, now you're leaning in. What kind of mentors can you get? The first mentor that I would talk about is a community. And community comes in lots of shapes and sizes. It can be a physical community, a local community. You need to put yourself around other people who are doing the same things. Go back to the photography example. If you're interested in taking pictures, you certainly have friends who are pros or who are more into it than others. Your dentist, I bet, your dentist probably takes a lot of pictures. But it's, it's, it's about getting yourself around other people. And that can be physically, or that can be digitally in a community online. And at first, totally, lean back, troll, cruise. Don't troll, troll is a bad thing, right? What is it? Um, 
peruse? No, there's got to be a better word. Uh, oh, I'm thinking of it. What is it? Lurk. That was the word I was like, lurk, lurk. Just lurk. You don't have to actually be a part of the conversation. You can lurk. You can sit back and look at what conversation is going. The point is, it's a community. You're participating, even if it's super lightweight in a community. That's important. Ideally, a little bit of physical, so you go to a meetup or something like that, and these things are, are out there. They're readily available. This is not sort of thing, something that is this little obscure deal. Community is everywhere. Participate in it. So the next level of mentorship is the mentorship of an individual. And I think, like for me, I love to mentor, but it's very, very hard for me to mentor individually. I'm a busy person, but that doesn't, like everyone's busy, right? So when you're asking for individual help from someone, uh, especially if they're an established pro, it's kind of tough. Inviting them to coffee is about the worst thing you can do because if I actually took up everybody's opportunity to let them buy me coffee to teach them something, I'd be dead from coffee. I would tend to follow someone and know what it is about them that you like and actually try and add value to their life before you ask something. So if you just send me a blank email or send me an email that says, hey Chase, like I'd like you to review my portfolio. What that sounds like to me, as much as I want to help, is like, hey, you don't know me, but come do a bunch of work on my behalf. Rather than if you participate in my community online, I see you there all the time. I see you in my YouTube comments. I see you in my blog comments. That when you finally actually ask me for something, I'll say, oh man, I know that person. That's, yeah, I'm happy to help. And then I might flip you a tip or something like that. And that's just sort of, again, my personal preference, but there are individuals out there that you can reach out to and I would encourage you to do so. That's another like shaping your own environment for learning. Now the third one, which I think is really, really uh, where the sweet spot is, scaled mentorship. This is actually what Creative Live is, and there's lots of other places. This is when you've got one to many. So I wanted to take the thing that I did in the last, you know, for the last five or 10 years, telling people actually about how to use a camera and what settings and whatnot, that that's ubiquitous now. I wanted to try and, and use this platform to scale higher order concepts sort of like this one here. Anyway, so scaled mentor mentorship. Again, Creative Live I think is a great, is a great uh, example of that, but there are many others. And then the last one, this is where it really starts to accelerate. It's practice. You've heard the idea of 10,000 hours, right? That's what something takes to master. You know, ideally in practice, there's a couple different things. There's one is like, how do you practice? Well, since you're participating in the community, you've got some mentors, you're certainly passionate and curious. What you start doing then is to deconstruct what other people are doing. You can imitate that work. Austin Kleon, great artists steal. Steal like an artist. Like you should literally look at other people's pictures, try and go create a picture that looks really, really similar to that with your own techniques. And you can take what's called the creative gap quoting Ira Glass here, the thing that if you can see a picture in your mind, the picture that you can actually make, that's the creative gap. And it starts off really big. And then the picture you can see and the picture you can make get closer and closer and closer with skill. So as you're closing the creative gap, you're learning and you're learning by deconstructing other people's work, other people's ideas and going out and making your own. That's a great little process. So it's deconstruct, reconstruct. That's thing one. Thing two is repeat. That need, that process, I have, I can say that I probably lived in that world for five years of seeing other things that are out there in the world that were inspiration. Again, if you're just copying one person, that's stealing. If you copy from everybody, that's called research. You can quote me on that one. I think that might be a, a uh, 
quote that somebody else way smarter than me said, but I can't remember it right now. And then number three, the very last one, is try and do that cycle, deconstruct, reconstruct, make, put stuff out there, share, that whole cycle, do that as often and as fast as possible. In, in sort of startup world, this would be called iteration. In uh, the creative world, or even in the business world, this is fail fast. So try and do that as much as possible. And that is, again, how you, you close that gap from the picture that you can see in your mind to the picture you can make today. And whether that's a, a product or an idea or a photograph, the goal is to shrink those things so you're actually able to make the thing that you see in your mind. And that is how I learn. I'm going to recoup, recoup real quick. One, get started. Actually do something. Follow your passions. Get curious. Lean in. Because without inspiration and a spark, you're not going to be able to take it to the next level. So it's okay to not get inspired by everything. Don't pretend that, that both reading books and climbing mountains and photography and needlepoint are all going to inspire you. But the things that you do get inspired by, lean into them. Two, mentors. Ideally, we're talking about being a part of a community, whether that's a one-on-one -on -one community, a community of a few people who get together once a week, or an online community like Creative Live. Um, and then lastly, practice. You've heard 10,000 hours, practice makes perfect. There's all kinds of these sayings from all over the world. That is the key to getting great. And that's not just practice wantonly. It's practice if you can practice with as much rigor and a little bit of shape, like identifying someone's work you love, trying to replicate it with your own ideas, and doing that over and over. That's going to get you the magic that you're looking for. So one thing I want to be cognizant of is this is sort of like I feel like I'm teaching at you right now, but that's, that's not what I mean. This is literally how I learn. This is how I learned photography. This is how I learned to skateboard when I was a little grom. This is how I learned to fly fish, how I learned to speak French, uh, even how I learned transcendental meditation. Like This is literally the pattern that I use to learn. All right, thanks for listening. Hey, before you go, I want you to know that I never, not for a millisecond, take it for granted that you have decided to spend some of your time and attention here on the show with yours truly, guest or no guest. It's just an outright privilege. I don't take it for granted for a second. I want to say thank you. In line with that, this is a community, and I would love if you've been moved or inspired or whatever to share this with anyone that is in your universe uh, feel free to shout questions or and just even a shout out to, to yours truly or the guest means the world. I want to say thanks and have a good one.